Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked at it or whatever. You know, quicksand is that the equivalent is made out of dicks, 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 dicks. It's banter. What do you think about Brexit? What's that? Does that mean we won't have any cheese? Are you joking? You are a liar, actress. 100% white type on paper. Hello, and welcome to She's Got the Chat. I am Mara. And I am Ari. Woo, welcome to week. Five, part two, the Cosmore recoupling and fallout. Welcome. Oh welcome, boy. Mara. Welcome, listeners. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I was surprised and unsurprised by things that occurred. Yeah. It did not go how I expected. But yeah. also nothing was like particularly shocking. Yeah. Is how I felt overall from these episodes. Like, they were good. They were great. Right. But it wasn't like a Tanya and Martin level shit. I wasn't like, (gasps) but I was like, ooh. (laughs) At first I was like, (gasps) and then I was like, ooh. (laughs) I love that. It was very, it was interesting. I enjoyed it though. I, it was interesting to watch. It was like, it's not, it wasn't your typical, like, I don't know. We'll get into it. We will. We had some scorned people. Usually we don't see that many scorned men, but we had a lot of scorned men. I know. I loved it. So I cannot fun. wait to, to get into get, it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Do we have any business to discuss up top? Just as always, please rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and 
threads at yes. She's Got the Chat. And our list of cities. So our episode that came out, we're recording this on Monday, July 10th. Our episode that came out this morning has so far been listened to in 145 cities, not countries. (laughs) (laughs) And many of them have only one listener, including San Diego, California, Kansas City, Missouri, Miami, Florida, Glasgow, Newburgh, Oregon, (laughs) Overland Park, Kansas, if that's my uncle. Hi, Uncle Randy. Love you so much. Share with a friend. (laughs) I love it. And Lincoln, Nebraska. So if you're in those places, please share with a friend. I would really appreciate it. Literally, like, it's so crazy to me. 99.9% of this list is just, like, one city, one download per city. That's interesting. The vast majority of it. So like share literally just share with one friend, every single person listening, and our podcast will double in size and we will be able to do so much more for you. Yes, 100%. The more you guys review us, the more you guys share, the more you all benefit from it. (laughs) Yeah. I know that's like annoying and everyone says it and everyone review and all that tosh, quote, Ron. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But... For real, like now from this perspective, I can tell you it does matter. It does make a difference. It does change what we are able to do and able to continue providing. So that's why we're going to keep saying it every fucking week. Exactly. And I'm going to briefly borrow a line from Jared Freed. He says that, you know, this is free content for you guys. Where You know, obviously you guys don't have to pay for this. It's free. By following us, by sharing it, you are paying us yes. with your love and your kindness and our ability to spread this far and wide. And our um, ability to make actual money. Yeah. Exactly. So ideally. you're literally paying us. <laughs> Think of it that way. But you don't. It doesn't cost you anything. Like it doesn't cost you anything. Exactly. Right. So like, come on, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right. So without further ado, Ari, let's chat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we are kicking it off with Hulu episode 35, and it is nighttime. We know that the recoupling is coming. Everyone is getting ready. Ella says that she is stressed, and Jess and Casa is wondering what Sammy is going to do. Maya Jamma comes in, and all of the Casa bombs, the girls, go and stand next to Maya. You said that this cover of Crimea River is insane. I would say that, in general, the music is insane, and the cover specifically during recouplings are fucking wild at all times. Sammy goes first, and I loved this because obviously he wasn't in a couple of Jess, so then he has to wait for, like, the entire recoupling to see if Jess comes back with somebody or not. And as we know, this is a very long recoupling. Hours. Yes. Yes, exactly. I liked that they made him go first. When they made him go first, I was like, all right, we're off. Well, so it's because it was, you know, he he was was a single one. But Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about something. Yes. Did he have to recouple? Because both Gabe and I interpreted what Maya said as that him and Whitney had to recouple because they were single. I don't think that they would have had to recouple. I don't think that they would have had to either, but it really sounds like I kind of want to just like listen to it real quick. Well, Sammy, as you are single, you must now couple up. You can pick any of these lovely girls stood right in front of you. Who would you like to couple up with? 
You must now couple up. Yeah. So he had to couple up? Well, this is what I'm confused about because... That's so weird. It's weird, right? But it, yeah. the way... And then she said, who standing in front of you do you want to couple up with? And then when Jess comes back, which we'll get into, she's like, well, obviously her head was turned. And he was like, we'll talk later. But like, it just seemed like everyone was kind of on different pages. Hmm. Jess wasn't aware that that was a situation. Right. I don't think that Sammy would have chosen to stay single necessarily. Right. I agree. But the way she said that didn't give him a chance to stay Since single. Since you are right? single, you must now couple up. Like, those were her exact words. Yeah. And then she says, which of the lovely girls standing in front of you would you like to couple up with? Wow. Yeah. I'm, like, perplexed. Yeah. By this. I know. I am glad that I listened to that back and me too. clarified oh my because God. that really was confusing to me as well, especially with then just his reaction, because you would think that they gave Whitney the same option in the recoupling that we didn't see in Casa. Right. And that Jess would have known that Sammy had to recouple. Right. I don't know. Let's continue, but good to wow. good to note. It is good to note. Good job. That feels like an e- editing continuity of error issue. Do you know what I think? Yeah, like they shouldn't have kept that line in. They should have made Maya re-say it. Or they just should have clarified, like, with everyone, the single islanders have to couple up and explain that to the audience. Yeah. It's definitely weird. And I don't think that this has been done in the past because I know that there have been people in the past who have gone into Casa Single and come back single. Right. That's true. So anyway, Mm. it's Sammy's turn. He has to couple up. He shares that his feelings for Jess before Casa were strong. And Sammy says that he got to know two girls in Casa and he would like to give one of them a shot. He'd like to couple up with Amber. But wasn't he just telling Gabby that he was more into her? Yeah. Well, he kept waffling back and forth. Kind of. But he maybe he didn't tell uh, Gabby, but he told Amber that he was more into Gabby. That's true. I don't know. Weird, Uh, weird moment, in my opinion, overall. I agree. I agree. Whitney then comes in, and she comes in with Lockin. Yay! My new fave couple. (laughs) (laughs) Whitney says that Lockin is funny and cute, and Whitney sits down and then realizes that Molly is there. And Molly is back with the face play, I just have to say. Her face waiting for all of the girls to come back into the villa and realize that she is there is iconic. We will post so a meme to our story that Julia <laughs> sent us oh, of yeah, that was Molly hysterical. waiting to, for Whitney to realize that she's there. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> no, her, the meme she sent was perfect. It was so fucking funny. We'll post it, was it on exactly our story. Molly's face. Literally. Yeah. I showed yeah. Gabe because he commented on it as we were watching the episode. He was like, oh my God, Molly, like waiting for them to realize she's there. And I was like, look at this hilarious <laughs> meme. So funny. <laughs> Zach goes next. And he says that before Casa, things with Katie were good, but he didn't expect Molly to come in. Were things with Zach- Katie good? I know. They seemed on the rocks. Right. With his dry combo. Agreed. But Zach chooses to recouple with Molly. And then we see Katie enter single, which I expected to happen. Based on the fact that she made no connections in Casa. Right. Exactly. So the Casa girls look surprised, which I don't blame them for being surprised about that. Because they also watched what we saw. (laughs) 
of their lack of connection. <laughs> and their lack of connection, yeah. Katie says, welcome back to Molly and makes the most, like, pursed lips face. Mm. She, She's like, like oh, oh, I'm fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's so good to see you again. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Katie says that she can't force things with Zach. Zach says that he has nothing to say right now, but he does want to have a conversation with her later. Katie says that she spoke to all of the boys in Casa and she only wanted to continue to get to know Zach. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't really see her. Like, we definitely saw Leah and Jess being like, I tried and none of them compared to what I have in the villa. But we didn't really see Katie doing that. Right. I feel like she just didn't vibe with any of the guys in Casa and now she's trying to make it seem like she really had something with Zach when we all know she just didn't feel a connection with him either. Right. Yeah. So Montel is next. He says that things with Leah had been going pretty well, and he wishes that they had had more time pre-Casa more. Maya then asks if he thinks Leah stayed loyal, and he says, I don't know. Montel says that he's going to go with his heart, and he chooses to stick with Leah. Tink is shocked. We now see Leah come back into the villa single. She is happy that Montel is sticking with her. He shares that he's happy to have her back. Of course, we see Tink. She's upset. She says, so fake. Mm -hmm. Maya starts to chat a little bit with the Casa girls. And Tink says that she did not expect to not be picked by him and mentions multiple times that they had a non-PG night in bed. Right. I kind of missed this, I think. I didn't. They definitely, I mean, we saw them making out in bed. That was all it was, though? That was that I saw? I don't know what okay. she's implying here. I don't okay. know what happened. Okay. Montel is like, well, it wasn't a hard decision for me, <laughs> which is savage. pretty rude. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is where sometimes men don't realize that, like, for, like in this situation, like, Leah is not going to like Montel being a dick to Tink. Like yes. he would, she would rather him be respectful to this other girl, and like yes. the guys are like, oh, this is like what I have to do to like keep my girl happy, but like that's really not what Leah wanted. Right. We would like you to treat the other person like a person. Right. Exactly. But Tink is doing the most, and she has to. I'm sure that she's hoping that she will be brought back for a convo yes. with Leah, which is pretty much her only way of getting any more screen time beyond. Which I don't this think is going to happen. Ceremony. I don't think it's going to happen either. Based on like what we saw, I don't think that there's any chance it happens. Beyond yeah, no, it would have been like the next day. So it's right. pretty much not going to happen. Tink is like Montel's going to deny things. Leah thanks Tink for telling her. Yeah. Scott goes next and he says that he is nervous. He shares that things with Catherine were good, but they were open. And he realized that his feelings were further along than he thought in Casa. He chooses to stick with Catherine. Yeah. I figured and, as much as well. Well, again, he made no connections in Casa. Right. And then we see Catherine enter with Elam. Catherine says that she's surprised that Scott stayed loyal to her. And she says that she didn't expect to find a connection, but she owes it to herself to explore it. Scott says maybe some of the opinions around the fire pit were aimed at the wrong person, but fuck it. The game's the game. Mm. And Catherine retorts and says, it's still aimed at you, babe. Yeah. How did you feel about Scott's response? He put the final nail in his coffin. Yeah. I have been seeing a lot of 
empathy for Scott online. Boo. (laughs) From who? Yeah, I'm pretty fucking shocked by this. Like, there are TikToks that are like, go Scott. And I'm like, are we looking at the same person? Because he seems pretty toxic in these moments to me. Yeah. And when he's not toxic, he's boring. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Like, I don't really get like everyone online has been saying like Catherine did him so dirty and I'm like I don't really think Catherine did anything that wrong no I mean they weren't exclusive they weren't closed off it had been like a week it would have been totally understandable for him to come back recoupled he just Uh didn't have any other connections right and I don't buy for a second that he was like that interested in Catherine to the point that he's this genuinely upset. He's upset because of the situation that he's been put in, but not right. because he's potentially lost Catherine. And right. the, really the reason that he's potentially losing Catherine is not because she came back with elements because of how he responds to it right here and for the rest of these episodes. Yes. They didn't have to be over, and I don't think that Catherine necessarily thought it was over until she saw how he responded. So I have no yes. sympathy for him. He dug his own grave. I agree. Agree completely. Mitch is next. He would like to recouple. He feels that this girl is the female version of him. He decides to pick Abby. Jess then comes back. She comes back single. Jess sees Molly, and she is like, oh, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> like she saw a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> And Jess says Casa was fun. She missed Sammy, but she's happy for him. And she's also happy for Mitch. Sammy says that he will talk to Jess later. Yeah. And this is where there are things I can't say, right? And what I thought Sammy wasn't saying was like, I literally had to choose one of these girls. Yeah. Because Jess is like, happy for you. Obviously, your head turned. Right. Very weird. That whole yeah plot line, very weird. It is weird. I agree. Especially with, like, how things end up panning out. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's that's where Sammy strange. goes a little wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Tyreek is last, which is not a good sign. You, If you are an Islander and you're standing up there and you're going last, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. What you expect to happen is not happening. <laughs> so Tyreek is last. He says that he and Ella left things in a good place. He's hoping that she stuck by him. He decides to stick with Ella. Ella comes in with Uzi. Tyreek looked like he might cry. He yeah. looked a little watery in the eyes. Yeah. And Ella says that she was surprised he stayed loyal to her. She said that she thought he might miss the game. She's also talking like so quietly. Mm. Like, did you notice that she was like, oh, fuck. Like, that was the energy she was giving. The second that she came in, and we'll see this very clearly very soon, but the second she came in, it became clear to me that she was like, oh, fuck. Well, I wanted to be with Tyreek, and I fucked this up because I didn't trust him, which she shouldn't have trusted him. Yep. Right. He never really gave her much of a reason to. Yeah. So, anyway, Tyreek then says he didn't expect it and that he is done with her and the relationship. She says, I never wanted us to be done. And she gave him time to explore, and she owed it to herself to explore. She said she didn't expect to be open, and she didn't know Uzi would be there. Tyreek brings up that she let him explore while they were open. They left, closed off. Uzi says that there is a reason he is standing there. 
Maya now bids adieu, says goodbye <laughs> to the Casa girls and boys who were not picked, and they all leave the villa. Tyreek walks off in a huff, and the boys follow him. <laughs> Tyreek and Uzi greet each other briefly. Ella asks Tyreek to talk, and he's like, no. Ella and Whitney walk away, and this is where it becomes very clear. Ella's like, I should have just trusted him. Whitney yeah. says that she has to graft now if she wants her man, <laughs> which is probably pretty true. Yeah, for sure. I will say overall, I think that Ella handled this in the best way possible where she didn't have a lot of reason to trust Tyreek. And I think it is valid and the right call for her to come back recoupled, especially given the situation with Uzi. Right. But like her not doing anything, not kissing him and Costa outside of challenges. And then the way that she handled it when they did get back into the villa, I think is kind of the only path forward for her to get back together with Tyreek. And she played it perfectly. Yeah, I completely agree. Islanders, when you're in a couple and one Islander is straying a lot early on, it gives more incentive for the other person to stray during Casa. So I think that Tyreek uh, probably knew this, and that is exactly why he closed things off when he did. Mm-hmm. He knew Casa was coming up, and he exactly. didn't want her to stray. Exactly. He didn't want her to have the opportunity to explore yeah it's a little bit of a controlling manipulative kind of tactic actually Mm -hmm. uh but it obviously didn't work because she did explore she's right she had a right to because it was also i mean people brought this up later too like what is closed off like what does closed off mean right right they're not exclusive they're not boyfriend girlfriend and tyreek was the one to who made it very clear yeah that 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 distinction existed yes yes he kept harping on that and like pinpointing that, but we were closed off. It's like Ross, we were on a break. I'm saying that Tyreek made it clear after the conversation with Ella that they were closed off. He made it clear to the boys and then he made it clear to Ella during the couple's dinner. He was like, I know we're not together. Do you think your head could be turned? Ah, oh, I don't remember that. Okay, got it. And it's like, well, if that's even a question, then it kind of negates your whole leg that you're standing on here. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Ah, it's yeah. interesting. It is a lot. Interesting. Uh, this is the game. This is the beauty of the game. It is the beauty of the game. <laughs> so we see Tyreek now telling Katie, Scott, and Sammy that he's not going to take Ella back. And mm-hmm. Katie attempts to have some reasonable, you know, parts of this conversation. You, you're just upset. You might feel differently. He's mm-hmm. like, I didn't talk to any of the girls. We were closed off. First of all, that's not true. <laughs> right. He definitely talked to the girls. He didn't take it too far, but that's right. not true. Yeah. Scott is like, there's no way back. <laughs> I was like, I roll. You got to be. I was like, shut the fuck up, Scott. Nobody gives a shit about your opinion right now. Well, it's because he's trying to put himself in Tyreek's situation yeah. and be like, we're in the same boat here. And like, there's no way back right. for me and Captain. There's no way back for you and Ella. And it's like, no, you're actually really not in the same position at all. Exactly. Very <laughs> different spaces here. <laughs> Tyreek repeats, there's not a chance in hell he takes her back. Ella is talking to some of the girls, and she's like, Tyreek is not going to forgive me. And Whitney shares with Ella that Tyreek has been working to prove himself to her, and he has, by staying single during CASA. 
And now if she gets him back, she's going to get a new hardened Tyreek. But if Ella wants it to work, she's going to have to graft. And I think that what Whitney is pointing out here is this change in the power dynamic between Tyreek and Ella. Mm-hmm. And this is actually something that Gabe brought up. He said that when he was watching all of this unfold, he was like, it's kind of an ideal situation for Tyreek. He has the power now. I don't know how intentional it was, but he's sitting pretty good. Now he's the wronged one because he finally trusted someone for one time in his life and they hurt him. Yep. Yeah, and he'll be – I mean, he does say this later, and I appreciate the fact that he said that he wasn't going to hold this over her head anymore, but, like, he could – I mean, he does for a while, but <laughs> – yeah, I don't know. I honestly feel like he forgives her pretty quickly. Like, he, we're going to get to it pretty, during the course of no, this that's episode. Fair. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, um, like, yeah, he could have he could have drawn it out for a lot longer Yes, he definitely could have. And the other thing is, like, he might not hold over her head. You came back with Uzi. But I think that's something that he will use as a bargaining chip moving forward is I stayed single in Casa. Right. I proved to you that I could be loyal. Yes. You weren't able to trust me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Very interesting. I'm I'm interested to see how that pans out as the relationship progresses. Absolutely. Well, we move then into episode 36. We start off with a conversation between Catherine and Scott. She says that she didn't like how he tried to spin the recoupling. And he says, you were my number one. She says, well, you were mine too. And he retorts with, well, clearly not. You brought someone in. Catherine then tries to make an argument that Scott has had an opportunity to explore I didn't really understand her line of logic here. I felt like she was coming across pretty defensive and she was kind of insinuating that like he had the chance to explore, but like she didn't, but like she definitely did. And so I wasn't really following her with this one, but then she overall stated that she felt misunderstood by him. Then Mm -hmm. he brings up how he brought everyone around the fire pit trying to like prove this point. And she says, you didn't do that for me. You did that for you. Yes. And I thought that was super fair and uh, a solid argument on her part. Yeah. Because I agree. He did that for himself, not for her. Well, definitely. And what's annoying about it as well is that she felt and was expressing from that moment like everyone was listening to Scott, but nobody was really listening to her. Right. And Scott has not really acknowledged that. He's just been like, I did this for you. And like, Mm -hmm. I made everything better for you, blah, 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 blah. And I don't think that Catherine has ever felt good about that situation. And so now to be in this position where that's being held over over her as something that was done for her that she should have basically you know returned the favor by staying loyal to him during casa right is understandably really frustrating for her to hear and then she ends up kind of standing up and trying to get whitney involved and being like did he do that for me no he did that for him and Whitney's like deep breaths we don't do this (laughs) i loved it i know me too yeah she was really really upset i was wondering like what was under I want to know like what was underneath all of that because she went she went from zero to 50 in five seconds or zero to 100 and I I was like something else is going on underneath all of that emotion yeah I mean there might be more to it than what I said but I do think a part of it is just that like that never felt like something that was done for her or that benefited her or where she was heard she was just kind of lumped in with him And for, again, that to be thrown in her face as something that he had done to her, I think even just that is 
justifies her reaction, in my opinion. No, I agree. I think you're right. I think it's it is probably a large portion is that she didn't feel heard by yeah. him or anyone else for that matter when all of that happened. Yeah. So then we see a conversation between Zach and Katie and Katie asks if Zach and Molly are a done deal and Zach says yes. He says he wants to see where things go with Molly and Katie says that she could have brought someone back as a safe option, but that's not her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Why didn't she okay. graft harder? Why didn't she try harder to make a connection? She's not playing well. Because Lockin wasn't interested in her and Uzi wasn't interested in her and those were her top two. And all of the other Cossack guys sucked. <laughs> well, try harder. Take yeah, Uzi from Ella. Take Lockin from Whitney. I don't know. Do something. Try. Try. Yeah. she's She was just skirting. She was like, I'm Katie McDermott. Don't do anything. <laughs> it's Katie McDermott. <laughs> so then we see a conversation between Leah and Montel. And Montel that, says that all of the boys are in his here ear telling him to kiss tank leah says you still made the choice like you have to take accountability for that action literally she she then itms that she feels like back she's back to square one with montel and then leah asks montel what happened in bed with him and tank he says nothing happened Mm, just kind of Montel know about a little thing called movie night movie night i doubt it I was surprised that Leah didn't bring up to him that Tink had said at the recoupling that he said he had a better connection with her than he did with Leah. Mm-hmm. Or that he had more in common with her. Right, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised she didn't bring that up either. But maybe we'll see more of that on movie night. Yeah, if that is the clip that they end up showing, which, as we said last episode, we could imagine that happening. Yeah. Jess and Sammy now chat, and he says that her being gone made him realize things. This reminded me of the Kylie Jenner meme. Like, I feel like every year has a new energy, and I feel like this year is really about, like, the year of just realizing stuff, and everyone around me, we're all just, like, realizing things. 2016 looking good he tells her straight up that he kissed amber and gabby and what i did appreciate is that he didn't say like montel did because tyreek told me to or whatever right he owned it yeah Yeah. and we said this last episode and i feel the same way with him now he is being very honest with jess which is something it's not everything but it is something yep he says that all he thought about was her. Jess says that she expected this from Sammy. And Sammy says that he didn't expect her to come back alone. Hmm. Ella and Tyreek now chat. Ella is apologizing. She never thought that she would be open to get to know somebody else. And she shares with Tyreek that she actually knew Uzi from the outside. And Tyreek is like, that makes it worse. Right. (laughs) Which I see on one hand because it's like, oh, then you're actually trying to pursue something you're interested in and you were interested in prior to coming in. That does make it worse. But it makes it a little bit better at the same time because it's like, how could you not give him that? context right it's like this isn't i just met him three days ago and i'm interested this is like i've met him before and then got to spend three days with him yeah and there was unfinished business because the way that she is telling the story is you know we were in the middle of potentially something starting between us and then i came here right right yeah absolutely tyreek says that he didn't do anything in casa 
And yeah, it makes it worse that she knew Uzi before. Ella says that she missed Tyreek every day and all she wanted was for Tyreek to be all about her and she didn't expect that from him. This turns into a bit of an argument. She says that she feels like he's proved himself to her and she does trust him at this point. And Tyreek says, I'm done. Have him. Like, good luck with yeah. Uzi. He was very upset. <laughs> yeah. In the morning, you made a note that Ella was wearing Tyreek's eye mask to bed. Oh, God. I think that was a great play. On Ella's part? Yeah. I know, but it's so sad for Uzi. Whatever. I don't, Uzi, I don't <laughs> care about Uzi. I care about Tyreek and Ella. Oh, I guess that's fair. I just, I always feel so bad for the Casa people. Like, I really do. Like, they have mm. such, a sh- they're in such a shitty position. They're solely used as pawns, like 90% of yeah, the time. Yeah, we've talked about this before, how they are seen as tests and very just objectified dehumanized. and dehumanized. Yeah. 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 Like, God, it makes me so sad. I mean, Uzi seems fine. Like, I'll say that. But, like, seeing that, I was like, damn, this bed's not even fucking cold. Like, come if on. If I were Ella, I think she should have just slept on the day beds. Yeah. Yeah. But... I kind of liked this play. It was subtle. <laughs> it was subtle. I agree. That's true. In the morning, the Islanders have a boys chat, girls chat, BCGC, and the singles chat first. Yeah, this is not a BCGC. This is a co-ed C. They have BCGC, but then they have one, we have one co-ed chat. Right. With the singles. So anyway. Yes. So Ty says that he's trying to be positive this morning. He says he likes Ella too much and he feels like a mug. Ella then tells the girls that she is upset that she upset Ty. Whitney and Leah tell her to say sorry and try to move forward. Uzi tells some of the guys that he doesn't know where Ella's head is at or where his is. And then all the girls tell Catherine that they like Ella more than Scott. Mm -hmm. Like really hard in the paint with fuck Scott. (laughs) Do you know that that's a basketball thing? Pardon the paint? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, maybe I don't think I knew that. What's it from? Like, the paint the... is the like smallest area around the basket where sometimes uh-huh. in some courts it's like a different color, which I think is why it's called that. Ah. But it's just what it's called. Nice. Love it. Anyway. Like <laughs> Euphemism. <laughs> So Sammy then tells the boys that he was happy that Jess came back alone. Amber tells the girls that she knows Sammy is going to keep talking to Jess. And Montel tells the boys that he is going to need to take accountability for his actions today. True, Montel. Yes. Ella and Jess then chat. Ella says that she trusts Tyreek now, but and she's scared to lose him. Jess says that she's pissed off that Sammy kissed two girls. And she wants to give him an ultimatum, basically. Me or Amber. Mm-hmm. Uzi and Tyreek then have a chat. Tyreek says he feels hurt. Uzi says he still thinks that there's something there for him and Ella between Tyreek and Ella. Mm-hmm. Tyreek then asks how Uzi feels, which was nice. Uzi mm-hmm. says that he hasn't even talked to Ella yet and he just wants her to be happy. Uzi says he's upset that Ella said she was open during Casa only to be acting this way coming back into the villa. Yeah. And both Tyreek and Uzi agree that Ella needs to say what she feels. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that from this first conversation, Uzi has basically already figured out that 
Ella's going back to Tyreek. And I thought it was an interesting play as well that he would oh, say wasn't that the to IMAX? Tyreek. <laughs> well, that could have something to do with it. I mean, every the way that she responded, everything that has happened since they came back into the villa, it's been pretty clear. But it just is interesting to me that Uzi is at the point to be like, Ty, there's still something there with you and Ella. Yeah. Like that to me just shows that he has fully come to terms with the fact that Ella's going back to Tyreek and he doesn't even need to try or graft anymore. No, that's so true. For him to bring it up to Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that it's actually a really good play on Uzi's part. He looks so mature. He doing does. This. Absolutely. He comes off yeah. very, very well. And then mm-hmm. he does pivot and start to graft Katie, which like he also needs right. to do if he's going to have a future in this villa to find other connections. And he maybe should have yes. put a little bit more effort into that in Casa. But right. yeah, I thought it was interesting, an interesting play. And I, I, in general, do really like all of the interactions between Tyreek and Uzi. I do too. I think they both come off well in them, to be honest. I agree. They do. Yeah. Sammy and Jess now chat, and Jess finally tells Sammy that she is upset. It's shit that there's another girl in the picture. Jess is like, you don't realize what we have, and is kind of holding his feet to the fire. And Sammy says, sorry, but I had to do what I needed to do. Sorry, but. Sorry, but is Sammy's, uh, what's the word? Um logo saying i think his saying is phrase, at the end of the catchphrase day. at the end of the day have you been noticing that by the way i haven't uh it is you, gabe constant. said that right yes it is constant i will say that was very funny when he brought that up <laughs> at the end of the day what a statement he brought it up so much <laughs> when we were watching that i needed to give him an opportunity to go off about it but it really is accurate like it is Pretty much every sentence. (laughs) I will pay more attention to it. I'll try to catch that next time. Okay. If I feel like it, I will insert a compilation of Sammy saying at the end of the day. I love it. At the end of the day, and at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, it's not my problem. But at the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yeah. Katie now gets a text and finds out that the singles are going out of the villa for cocktails. I thought this was weird. And for a second, I thought that they might bring in some of the Casa bombs and that Mm -hmm. this might be that. But it was just a mojito date. Yeah, it was odd. Do you think that it was just to give Tyreek and Katie an opportunity to potentially do something? I think so. I think so. Yeah. It, it felt like they were trying to set them up for that a little bit. Maybe for Scott even to kind of graft Katie. Mm. But I don't know. It was odd. It was yeah. an odd choice. That wasn't going to yeah. happen. Tyreek was like, no, I'm the one that gets to explore Katie now, obviously. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's like, Scott, simmer down. Literally. Back off. It's my, my time to shine. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even... A thought in his mind. He just is the head honcho of the villa. (laughs) So it's nighttime now and we see Leah and Montel chatting. Leah says that she doesn't like how Montel has gone about things. And he says that he's made a mistake and he doesn't want to lose her and he's sorry. At the cocktail date situation, Katie is saying that she doesn't feel like her and Zach would have worked anyway. (laughs) Why (laughs) did you not try harder in Casa then? I know, exactly. <sighs> but she feels a bit mugged off. 
Scott says that he's not sure how he feels right now. Tyreek says he needs time. Jess jokes about Sammy making her his girlfriend. <laughs> Tyreek says, besides Ella, he's most attracted to Katie. Katie's like, yeah, you're my type. Scott's also my type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tyreek is like, no, no, no. This is about us, Katie. Right. <laughs> you and I are going to talk now. This is a thing. <laughs> and they agree yep. that they'll talk to each other more back in the villa. Have some chats. Yeah. <laughs> And when they come back from the villa, did you notice how they were walking in and they were like, let's tell them that we had a bunch of mojitos. Oh, yeah. And then when they cut to the girls, the BCGC, the, one of the girls, they were like, oh, yeah, we were just having mojitos. And you could briefly hear someone say how many before it cut to the boys. Oh, <laughs> I was like, these people are dying to drink. And I don't blame them. I yeah. probably feel the same way. Fuck, they really are. Like, like, how many mojitos did you get? Mojitos and we can have <laughs> one mojito. Great. Great, now I have to fucking deal with Tyreek trying to make Ella jealous. Thanks, producers. Again, Katie, you dug yourself into this hole. A hundred percent. Okay, so back at the villa, we see a brief conversation between Amber and Sammy. She says that he seems quiet. This whole conversation is awkward as fuck. He barely says anything to her. We then see Ella, Catherine, and Whitney chat about how they need to give Jess a pep talk and dealing with Sammy. Then when everyone comes back from the uh, the cocktail night, they we see a BCGC. Tyreek tells the guys that he was flirting with Katie. Katie tells the girls that Tyreek's ego is hurt, but Ella should give him time. We then see Jess and Ella chat. Ella wants to tell Uzi that she just wants Tyreek. And Jess says, don't do that yet. You need to own the decision that you made. Give it a little bit of time. I thought that was kind of bad advice. From Jess? Yeah. Yeah. I understand why she gave the advice. And I think usually in this kind of situation, it's okay advice. Mm -hmm. Like if this advice had been given to Tanya with Martin, for example, I think that that would have been better. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I get owning it, but it is also like, I think Jess is thinking of the game here. She's like, you need to, work on Uzi a little bit more before you run right back to Tyreek. But how is that going to benefit Ella? I know. I mean, yeah. Like the best game advice would be for Ella to dead it with Uzi right away because that is what would make Tyreek most willing to forgive her. I know. I see that I can trust you now and I'm all X with you and I'm going to end it with him. But it does give Tyreek so much power. I think Jess is thinking in real world terms, actually, not game terms, because in real world terms, I would say that's good advice. Let Mm -hmm. him sweat. Let him ride it out a little bit. Let him sit with it for a little bit. Let him know that you can go at any point in time and find somebody else if he doesn't like because some of his actions influenced her behaviors. Right. That cannot be denied. And so he needs to understand that his behaviors play a part in their relationship, too. I think in game terms, though, you're 100% right. I think time is not on their side, and she should just go all eggs. Yeah. And the Islanders always talk about how days in the villa feel like weeks, weeks feel like months. I think that the longer that Ella waits to dead it with Uzi, the more of a hole she's digging herself into with Tyreek. 
Yeah, I agree. Especially because Uzi already knows. Uzi knew from the moment that they walked in that it was over and that he had no chance. Like, she just should have made it clear, I think, from that point. Yeah. Oh, it just looks so shitty on Uzi's part. But yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) An Uzi stand over there. I'm sorry that I'm not taking Uzi's feelings into account. No, it's fine. It's fine. They're they're people, but they're also, you know, they're on TV. Yeah. He'll be just fine. He'll be just fine with or without my empathy. (laughs) So then while this conversation is happening, Ella and Jess see Tyreek pull Katie. So then the conversation between Tyreek and Katie pans out this way. Katie says, I'm not getting into a triangle with you guys. Katie knows that Tyreek is going back to Ella. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he was moving really, really hard on Katie in this moment. He was yeah. just like flirting, flirting, flirting. Mm-hmm. Scott now pulls Catherine and says that he wants to talk about last night. He asks what happened in Casa. And Catherine says that she explored a connection. Scott is like, I never explored anything. And Catherine is like, because you didn't have a connection. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Catherine says that things weren't perfect with her and Scott before she left for Casa. Scott is upset that Catherine kissed Ella in Casa. Catherine is saying that the only reason that Scott didn't recouple and was stood up there alone is because he didn't make a connection in Casa. And she's basically deading it in this conversation. Mm -hmm. He ITMs that they just don't understand each other. (laughs) No, you don't understand her, Scott. (laughs) Yeah. Elam and Catherine now chat. Catherine says that she's frustrated about the conversation that she just had with Scott, but she also feels reassured in her choice with Elam, and she knows that there's no going back to Scott. And this is Scott's actions Mm -hmm. being the impetus for her ending it with him, not Elam. This is where that is really clear, I think. I just had a thought. What's your thought? Do you think Catherine is upset because Scott is kind of white knighting? What does that mean? So, like, you know how there was the whole Scott's not really attracted to Catherine because she's black was the undertone. Yeah. And then Scott, like, quote unquote, stood up for her. Right. And I'm wondering if Catherine is like, you're just trying to make yourself look good and look like this white knight and i can see through your bullshit you had so much to prove by proving to the islanders that you were attracted to me right that that became more important than our actual relationship yes yeah i think that's what's happening i think that's what's happening yeah for sure so ellen and catherine kiss and here lies Scott and Catherine rip. R.I.P. <laughs> Uzi and Ella now chat. He says that he was rattled last night when they came back into the villa and asks where her head is. Ella doesn't want to say anything that she might regret. And she says that she doesn't know how she feels. And that's why she's been avoiding him. This is where I'm like, this is she just should have ended it here because that's just not right. the case. Yeah. I agree. I, I It did seem to like drag a little bit when we clearly all know what she wants. Yeah. But I guess she was taking Jess's advice. Right. Which is why I think that's bad advice. Yeah. And for her to be <laughs> saying now that she doesn't know how she feels, like, I do think that the best move is just for her to, I guess I, earlier I was saying I feel like she played it well. This is the one piece that I don't feel like she played well, but in general, like her 
the, tonight not sleeping in bed with Uzi and not having kissed mm-hmm. Mikasa, those sorts of things are more what I meant. Um, but yeah, this yeah. part just feels a little bit confusing. Like, why are we all on the same page about what's going on? But Ella is refusing to say it. Pretty much. Yeah, that's true. Ella asks Uzi what his ideal outcome would be. And he's like, my ideal outcome would be us working out. And we now see Lockin and Whitney chat. He says he's enjoying to get to know her. They joke a little bit. She says he's a good guy. He says he's a relationship guy. She agrees that her goal is to find a boyfriend. She's kind of like nervous. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love them. It's really cute. They kiss. This was a really cute scene. Yeah. yeah. She ITMs that Lockin gets her. When she was like, I don't have to worry about whether or not I'm being too loud. Mm-hmm. I was like, Whitney, my girl. I know. It's oh. a beautiful thing. I know. But like also like we had seen Medi like say that she was so loud all the time. Like mm-hmm. I just can't. As someone who has been told that also by someone they had dated, it is a amazing to find someone who doesn't give a shit about that. But like. It does feel like, why is my partner embarrassed by me? Yeah. You know, and that's and a then horrible you feel like feeling to have. You have to change yourself to fit their expectations, which I think is particularly right. interesting in this situation because it was them that had the conversation in Casa where Locken was like, I don't want to tell you what my ideal woman is because then you're going to try to be her. I just want you to be yourself. Right. I just right. feel like this is what Whitney That's needs. such a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. It's this really is also cute. like these are the episodes, and I know that we talked about this last season, where I just start to become mushy about all the love yes. stories. I'm just like, Same. oh, Whitney, <laughs> lock it. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> I know. It's cute. So cute. This is where we fall for the lie. It's not really a lie. Well, some of it is. Some of it is. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Ella then pulls Tyreek and Ella asks if he's on petty shit and a revenge thing. Not a great way to start the conversation, I will say. Yeah. He says that's what you did. They start arguing. He tells her not to question him and his actions right now. She asks if he wants to get back on, back together, and he says, I need time. I'm hurt. She says, I didn't intentionally hurt you, which confused me because it's like, of course, like you didn't intentionally hurt him, but also like you knew that what you were doing was going to hurt him. I think that she really thought that he was going to be recoupled. That's fair. And so that's what she's, I mean, obviously like nobody who's grafting onto somebody else, I mean, it's probably not true, but for the most part, people who are grafting people that they're not in a couple with are not intentionally trying to hurt their couple. Right. But I think that what Ella is more saying is like, I really thought that you would be with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. She does say, I didn't think you'd have stood there by yourself. Yeah. So that's fair. Okay. So then Tyreek says that she should dead it with Uzi. Right. So that's good. He tells her exactly what she needs to do. Well, this is where I'm like, she should have done it before. She would have had way more power if she walked into this conversation with Tyreek saying, do you want to get back together? Being like, it's over with Uzi. So while everyone's getting ready for bed, Ella goes up to Tyreek and she's like, I miss you. She tries to go in for a kiss. He says no. She then tells Uzi that she's going to sleep outside. And we move into episode 37. It is morning now in the villa and Tyreek pulls Katie. (laughs) 
She asks where his head is at. Tyreek says he's in a better mood. He's more himself. And they both agree that Ella is making efforts and trying to get Tyreek back. Then we see a chat between Ella and Jess. Ella says that he's just flirting with Katie to make her jealous. And she says, I don't know how we'll ever be in a relationship if everything is tit for tat. Yeah. I understand from Tyreek's perspective, especially when this gets brought up to him, how it's like, but you only did this because of what I did. And now you're telling me mm-hmm. I'm doing this because of what you did. It's just like the whole entire <sighs> fucking cycle just needs to end. I agree. They just need it to take that to next end. step of like, now we're actually exclusive or whatever the fuck a level above closed off is <laughs> so that they can stop going back and forth. Both of them are doing it. Should we create different levels of closure? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I feel like it's going to be the exact scenario of our head turn scale where they all interpret things differently. Yeah. And have different expectations about what the levels of closure even mean. So we could try, <laughs> but it might not be try. very effective. I think a, a CL1, a closure level one, is CL1. closed off. Oh, yeah. okay. It's closed off. Uh-huh. CL2 is exclusive. CL3 is boyfriend, girlfriend. CL4 is engaged. Yeah. Which we have seen a one time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like there might be some more steps. We'll have, some to, other ones we'll in have there. to tweak that a little bit. But yeah. We'll tweak it. Obviously, the head turn scale is related because it's like also, you know, my head won't turn. Maybe that's CL1. Ah, my head's not going to turn. I like that. CL2 is closed off. CL3 is exclusive. CL4 is boyfriend-girlfriend. CL5 is engagement. That feels better. I like that. I like that. Because CL5 has to be very unattainable. I agree. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay. Few reach a CL5. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we now see Uzi and Ella chat. And she says that they got on amazing in Casa, but seeing Tyreek alone made her doubts go away and made her realize that she has really strong feelings for Tyreek. While this is happening, Tyreek is convincing Katie to do this race, this pool race with him, where (laughs) the girls are kind of like on the boys' backs. And Ella sees this and says that she's annoyed and calls Tyreek petty. You said that she said this to Catherine. I thought she was saying that to Uzi. Was I wrong? Yeah. I'm pretty sure she says it to Catherine because they're sat by the fire pit. Oh, I thought that this was still when she was having that conversation with Uzi. And I was like, oh, my God, now you're complaining to Uzi about Tyreek. <laughs> no, no, no. This is to Catherine for sure, for sure. Okay. Sammy and Jess now chat. And she <laughs> is asking if he thinks that Amber will turn his head. And he's like, I can't see that happening. <laughs> she says, I want somebody who's just for me. He's like. Wait, now I am wondering if it was Uzi. I kind of think it was. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. No, that's it okay. dawned Let's on me. I remember her talk like complaining, but then I do remember it kind of cutting to like another conversation with Uzi. I'm pretty sure that she was talking to Uzi about it. Oh my gosh. Wow. She was complaining about Tyreek. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Well, at least it's clear now, you know? That's true. Well, she, oh yeah, they already cut it off. So it's fine. Right. But it's like very clear. It just happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Anyway, back to our conversation with Sammy and Jess. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, are you 100% for me? And he's like, well, not 100%. And she's like, okay, so you're not all for me. I know. 
Jess is saying, if you felt so strongly, you wouldn't want to get to know someone else. And he says that he doesn't want to rush things, which I think is the wrong approach to be taking at this point. Agreed. Out of the pool now, Tyreek and Katie are sitting on some beanbags. Tyreek is playing with Katie's hair. Ella sees this and is very annoyed. Ella and Catherine sit down. This is now where they're chatting. Mm -hmm. And Ella calls Tyreek a fuckboy. Whitney joins the conversation. Ella's like, he's doing this for a reaction. Katie tells Tyreek that he's pushing it. And then Ella walks over and is like, so is this a thing now? (laughs) Yeah. Katie's like, he's just being flirty. Tyreek is like, it might be a thing. It might not. (laughs) He's such a child. I'm obsessed with him. I think he's such a good player. (laughs) He is so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, even this entire thing, like Ella and Tyreek have just been the main storyline of this entire season. I know. Primarily because of Tyreek and how he has played things. And I talked to Gabe about this in the episode that we did because he was like, well, that's shitty for Ella. But it's like it ultimately is going to benefit both of them. Right. Fuck it. The game's the game. Quote Scott. Game's the game. (laughs) (laughs) Ella says to Katie, you're letting him use you as a pawn. And they're kind of yelling at each other in front of everyone. I think that that was a really true statement and one that probably made Katie very uncomfortable in that moment. Yeah. Agreed. Catherine and Whitney then pull over Tyreek. Whitney says, Tyreek, why? And he goes, I have to. They then call him childish, and then Whitney asks if he wants to move on or dwell on the situation. They both then encourage him to talk to Ella. So Ty then pulls Ella, and Tyreek says, I don't really understand why you had to say that in front of everyone. You should have just pulled me. She says, you're the one who made it a scene. And he says, why does it matter to you if it's a thing with Katie or not? And Ella says, I thought that you wanted me, and I wanted you. Why is this even happening right now? And she asks then, what do you want to do? Tyreek says, I want you, but I can't have you. And I felt like there was a lot we weren't seeing of this conversation because it was a little bit difficult to follow. Yeah. What did you think? I think that in general, I feel a little bit confused. I feel like I've been going back and forth this episode about like Tyreek and Ella are playing this so well and Tyreek and Ella are not playing this well. But yeah. I felt confused about Tyreek and his journey. Like, it felt like from the beginning he knew that he was going to take Ella back, but Mm -hmm. he just wanted to hurt her and say he wasn't going to take her back. Yeah. And this just feels kind of like an extension of that. I agree that it was probably chopped up weird. It was just like, I didn't understand why he says, I want you, but I can't have you. Like, she just told you that she wants you. You can have her. No, but he's saying from, like, he can't let himself go back Ah, to her because of his ego yes got it it's a pride ting okay a pride ting (laughs) (laughs) okay so then we see a conversation between sammy and amber amber says that she doesn't want to be mugged off well you shouldn't have come in as a casa bomb amber right (laughs) yeah ouch (laughs) sammy says he's still gonna get to know her but then he does tell her he has more feelings for jess but he's not going to make any kind of decision right now poor amber sammy's just telling her about all of the girls that he's more into than he is into her but he won't end it with her it's so weird yeah (sighs) 
So then Jess and Ella have a conversation and Ella asks, why doesn't Jess tell Sammy that it bothers her to see him talk to Amber? And Jess says that she doesn't want to make his head bigger and she knows that Sammy wants her. Ella says, if he knows it pisses you off, it's not like it's going to shock him, you know? Yeah. And you should just tell him how you feel. What do you think about how Sammy is playing this? To me, I think the move would have been to come back and just get back together with Jess. This, I almost wonder oh, yeah. if there's like some producer involvement with them being like, you can't cut it off with whoever your Casa couple is right away. But yes. Catherine did. Yeah, but I think that's because Scott was so scorned and angry during the recoupling mm-hmm. that I think that like Jess was so she left it open oh wait no 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 Catherine didn't cut it off with her casa couple she cut it off with scott to be with her casa right. couple it's a totally different situation right. i was a little confused yeah so maybe that is it then i agree with you though i do think that there's some producer in his ear he seems like he's struggling to like have these conversations with amber it seems like he wants to cut it off with amber but feels like he can't and then once he's basically given this ultimatum by Jess, he's like, all right. So he does it immediately. I'm done. Right. Exactly. So I think that someone must have right. been in his ear. Like, why don't you just give it some time? Maybe they just need to have it come to a head because same thing. Tyreek told Ella, you need to dead it with Uzi. And then yeah. they wanted to milk, milk a little drama out of it. Yeah. It feels like maybe a, a production thing because it doesn't make a ton of sense the way that Ella and Sammy handled this. Yeah. So we see these same girls now chatting in the bedroom and Jess is continuing to share her irritation. Ella is like, you have to take your energy back. He thinks that he can flirt with girls and still Mm -hmm. have you. And Ella says that he needs to feel cold Jess, which I thought was a really, really good piece of advice. Jess has been so Mm -hmm. understanding and so gracious with Sammy and I feel like she almost gets frustrated with herself sometimes because she's like, why am I in this situation again? Why am I allowing this to happen again? Obviously, it's not her fault, but she isn't really setting yeah. boundaries with Sammy. I think back to how understanding she was about the Sammy and Mal yeah. situation. Right. And how even when Mal was sent home, she was like, are you okay? I know you guys were really getting along. Like, she has just been so yeah. fucking gracious with yeah. Sammy. And doesn't have a pride mm-hmm. take. That's a fact. I have two comments in regards to this. One, Jess is so focused on being the cool girl that she's completely disregarding right. all of her own feelings because she thinks being the yes. cool girl will get her the guy. It does not always, it doesn't always keep the guy, I should say. It can get you it, but. But yeah. another thing was, I immediately thought of something my mom used to tell me when I was a kid, <laughs> a teenager slash in college. She used to say, Mara, it's the law of least interest. If you act like you're not that mm. interested, that makes men more interested in you. <laughs> Fucking men, I know. Dude. And I, it makes me sad because it was one of those things where, like, I'm a cancer, so I Same. have a big heart. <laughs> I've got a lot of love to give. And I would be very, like, yes. all in on guys Especially guys Same. who like definitely <laughs> shit about me, and usually <laughs> made them run the other yeah. direction. Yeah, so so my mom would be like, "Mar, just like back off, like pretend that you don't even like them." And I'm like, "I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like, how do I pretend to not like yeah. pretend to not like them? If they think that I don't like them, then they won't like me." 
Yeah. Right. Uh, but th- what's interesting about this is it's not necessarily just pretending that she doesn't like Sammy. It's just yeah not being the cool girl right her setting a boundary and being like i like you so much that this cannot continue you've had your chances now let's buck up or ditch it you know exactly so it's nighttime now and tyreek is talking to zach and montel and he's now saying that he believes in second chances (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't want his ego to get in the way of his happiness yes this was good Good job, Tyreek. Yes. I feel like he, I don't know. He knew he was going to take her back from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I already said this. It was just a situation of like, how long am I going to hold this over her head? How is she going to move getting back into the villa? Is she going to debt it? All of this sort of stuff. I also wonder if there's a little piece of him that was like, I was the one that met you before right. the villa. And he was threatened that Uzi had as well. And there was obviously also something more between Uzi mm-hmm. and Ella prior to coming into the villa than there was between Tyreek and Ella, at least from right. what we've been That's true. told. Anyway, so they say go get your girl. We now see Katie and Ella chat. And Ella is saying that she felt really shit seeing Katie and Tyreek flirt. Katie apologizes to her and is like, obviously, there's nothing there with Tyreek. Tyreek now pulls Ella, and you made a note that she's wearing (sighs) a terrible outfit, and I did notice this outfit. What the fuck was she wearing? It was like the tiniest little, like, colorful mini skirt and, like, strappy, crappy top. It looked like people had taken extra yards of fabric that had been like already cut and used up for another piece of clothing and then like glued together to make a skirt and a top. It was atrocious. Maybe it's (laughs) like waste fabric that was repurposed. Uh, I feel like it was probably made by fucking Shein. (laughs) It was a hundred percent pretty little thing. (laughs) Oh, it was so ugly. I was, I, I was also like, is this what Ruchi wore once? And I was like, why did they keep that <laughs> outfit remember. around? That's not an outfit to keep. <laughs> oh, God. It was so ugly. Ella could wear anything, I know. I was though. like, I mean, she looks Tyreek hot. compliments her on how good she She's looks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, what an ugly outfit. <laughs> yeah. So Tyreek says that he believes in second chances and he doesn't want to go tit for tat. There's something special here with him and Ella. He forgives her and says that he's going to forget it because he doesn't want to lose her. And she is really happy. They hug, have a very brief peck. And that's that. Very surprising how quickly that wrapped up. Although we'll see come movie night what might be unearthed. (laughs) I'm excited. Scott and Catherine now chat, and he says that he regrets what he said at the fire pit and calling of it off so soon. I love this. It's like, no, Catherine called it off. Yeah. It's like, what? You have no other options. You're regretting your actions because you mm-hmm. played it horribly. And unfortunately, this is not something that you can take back because it's not your decision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Catherine is like, the damage is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says he's been prideful. Catherine says, thanks for telling me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Iconic. Jess Love then this. pulls Sammy, and Jess says she doesn't want to be in this situation anymore. He says, jokingly, shut up. She's like, don't say that. I can't be bothered with this. He says, I've been real with you. And she's like, yeah, but I want someone that's all for me. She keeps repeating that. 
He says that his connection with her is strong, but he needs a minute. And she says, why do you need a minute? I'm not going to beg for you. I'm done being in a triangle and I'm done giving him, t- giving you time. They kind of go back and argue yeah. a little, go back and forth and argue a little bit then. But then Ty and Sammy have a chat and Sammy recounts what happened. Ty says, Tyreek says that Jess is being this way because she cares for him and he should go get his girl. I like that he repeats that line. Go yeah. get your girl. I know. He's like, oh, that was great <laughs> advice that I was giving. Right. So. <laughs> Sammy then goes to pull Amber. Sammy says that his head is with Jess and he calls it with Amber. She says, that's fine. And she's clearly pissed off. She's clearly not fine. Yeah. And then Uzi and Katie have a chat. They talk about their beds, both in the villa and at home. She ITMs that he's being a little bit more flirty and open. He asks her what her icks are. She says it's when boys can't walk in flip-flops and their feet go over the edge. And I also hate that. (laughs) (laughs) I do, too. Such a a good, good specific ick. Yeah. Yeah. This is obviously (laughs) a desperation couple yes for sure (laughs) and i wish we had seen more of it i wish that they had explored more of a connection in casa i still think that uzi would have chosen ella and gone back into the villa with her katie probably would have still got back single but then it would have given this a little bit more context that would have made it more believable and i Mm -hmm. think probably bettered their chances if they do now couple up which that's so true they do look good together i will say that definitely do you remember what this is about? Jess. Mara just made a note. I want Whitney to narrate my life. I mean, same. As Jess and Sammy go to walk to their chat, Whitney says, it's giving baddie. <laughs> or no, she says something like that. She it, she gives one of her classics, it's giving dot, dot, dot lines. Oh, I know. She's so good. She's great. And I was just like, this is what I want in the background of my life. I want someone like me walking, like strutting my stuff and her being like, it's giving daddy. Whitney being like, <laughs> I know she should do like the animal. She should release. Yeah. Like some like kind David of like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But like affirmations Ooh, and affirmations. I like that. Yes. Maybe Leah can get in on it with her because we saw her doing those affirmations yeah. too. I love that. I would listen to a podcast of Whitney just telling me affirmations. Oh, 100%. Free idea. Take yep. it, Whitney. It's all yours, Whitney. We will be your first guest. <laughs> if you come on, she's got the chat. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would die. I would die. <laughs> Anytime. My queen. I'm going to DM her the second the show is over and be like, beg her to come on. Uh, yeah. I would take any of them. But Whitney. Same. Would be number one. From the season. For sure. Sammy and Jess chat. Sammy tells Jess that he has ended it with Amber and she says thanks. I didn't want to force you to do that. I feel like kind of unspoken is like, and I had to, so fuck. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but exactly. like, I guess like this is where we are, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Leonel gets a text and the hideaway is open. Did you, a lot of times I know exactly who they're going <laughs> to choose did you yeah, I was think shocked. they were going to choose? Uh, I was shocked. Mm-mm. I had no idea they were going to pick Zach and Molly. I ran through it in my head and I was like, maybe Leah Montel. Yes, maybe Jess same. and Sammy. Yes. Well, actually, I don't think that they can choose Jess and Sammy. Because they're not coupled. Yeah. It, it has to be somebody who's currently coupled. Yeah. I was surprised they picked Zach and Molly. I was too. I thought Leah and Montel were maybe the, the more obvious answer, but... I mean, this just really solidifies that Zach and Molly have just completely picked up where they left off. Like, that storyline took a break. We're back. 
they're seen as a strong couple in the villa again everything is forgotten i guess yeah very yeah. weird yeah i wonder if they'll do something like that again i guess we'll have to see how far we'll see zach and molly go and yeah just the public reception kind of how the public feels about it exactly yeah so i wanted to make a note <laughs> about molly because something dawned on me while watching her get ready for the hideaway Mm -hmm. and i know that a lot of the public don't like molly a lot of people were like we don't want molly back like fuck her she's so annoying yada 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 and i realized molly is a theater girl Mm. and theater girls are a very specific kind of girl and i are a very specific kind of person people yes yes definitely but she I-, I was like, she's giving Rachel Berry from Glee. Ah! <laughs> totally. And I think I think that that's why people don't like Molly, because I that's the it. energy she has. I also feel like there's a, like, theater people specifically who go into the villa are more primed for wrong reasons, accusations. For sure. Yeah. And that's understandable. They're actors. They're going on TV. Da, da, da. But I just thought it was funny because I was like, oh, this is why this is probably a portion of why people don't find her annoying. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think that's true. I'm prancing around and I'm a theater girly and I'm like, oh, like that's like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Although if the face play comes from being a theater girly, I will take oh. a million theater girlies on my screen. 100%. I, I am a theater girly. So, like, I have absolutely no yeah, that's hate important. toward Molly. That's important clarification. <laughs> I am 100% a theater girly. So, <laughs> but, so I get it, you know? Like, I get it. Yes. But she would also probably annoy me, too, in a production. So, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so in the hideaway we see (laughs) molly dress up Uh, she does a little cat walk in bed zach says i know this is a competition but i don't care i've won i'm happy i like interesting i I like to do a little game play Mm -hmm. a little game sense yes also maybe implications of zach knowing that him and molly aren't gonna win Mm, I could see that. Yes. Maybe Molly did share with Zach the How public perception. Feel. Yeah. Which would be a bad play on her part, but I guess it's working out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Something to think about. Something, Something to, to think about. <laughs> All right, Ari, let's get into our awards. Let's do it. Mara, for these episodes, how many of your eggs are in which Islanders baskets? Okay, I have a lot of one eggs this week. So mm. I have one egg for Molly. Like I said, I got to root for a fellow theater girly. And <laughs> happy to have our face play pro back. Love to see those faces. For Whitney and Locken, I gave them both five eggs. Uh, not each, just as a unit. I said, I am literally so happy for her. They seem great together. I want her to win. I don't give a fuck who she's with. Yes. I gave two eggs to Abby and Mitch. I want them to be happy. I gave Uzi one pity quail egg because I feel really bad for him. (laughs) I gave Jess one egg for finally standing up for herself, but I still hate Sammy and I wish she had found someone else. 
Mm. And lastly, I gave two eggs to Ty, Reek, and Ella because I knew they would rekindle. And I'm glad they did because they're so messy and fun to watch. And beautiful. <laughs> what about you? I couldn't do eggs this week. I have 12 eggs for Whitney. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like there are too many fucking Islanders. I don't care about too many of them. I'm like over Leah and Montel at this point. I like Tyreek and Ella. I could have given them some eggs, but Whitney is just my queen. All of my chicken eggs, not pigeon eggs, not quail eggs, not duck eggs, full, big, <laughs> organic, brown, free range oh, eggs, love. all in Whitney's basket. My queen, come on the podcast. I love you so much. Love it. Love it. So who was your most toxic Islander this week? My most toxic Islander this week was Scott, although for a second ah. I did consider choosing Tyreek, uh-huh. but I'm going to go with Scott. Bad play and just confusing, not fun to watch in the way that yeah. Tyreek is. He really obviously realized quickly that it was not going well for him and it was too late and I don't think he's very long for this world. I like that you picked Scott. I think that's solid because he was being legitimately toxic. I picked Tyreek for wilding out on the tit for tat shit. <laughs> yeah, that whole Katie thing was wild. <laughs> I was just like, oh, God damn, man. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love to watch it, though. <laughs> I know. What was your most shocking moment this week? Mitch's lack of screen time. Oh, where the fuck was Mitch? He's in a couple. Sitting pretty, I guess. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, I was like, well, but where is messy Mitch? He's not getting involved in anything. I know. Didn't they say something about messy? Oh, I think it was when he recoupled with Abby. Yeah, he called himself was like, messy Mitch. Are you still going to be messy? And he's like, of course. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Honestly. I love it. He might have more self-awareness <laughs> than I gave him credit for. <laughs> I know. What was your most shocking moment? My most shocking moment was not necessarily a moment, but just the general storyline of Tyreek's forgiveness and how quickly he came back around to Ella Mm. and how quickly they were able to rekindle things, even though Tyreek did go and try to graft Katie really quickly. I could have just seen that all turning into more of a thing and the way that it was wrapped up in these three episodes was surprising to me. So that was my most shocking moment. It's a really good one. Who are your finalist predictions? So, as always, I still think Tyreek and Ella will win, but my other three who I could see being in the finale with them are Whitney and Locken, Sammy and Jess, Molly and Zach. Okay, fair. Mine are, what about oh, you? I have Whitney and Locken, and then Mitch and Abby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, but like now I'm thinking about it, I'm like there was a lot of lack of screen time, so maybe not Mitch and Abby. <laughs> I TBD. Really don't think so, but so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Maybe they'll get some screen time. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens with movie night. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, really, the only thing that I can think of that's really going to blow up is the Montel and Leah situation, mm-hmm. and then I'm sure that they're going to show Tyreek egging on Sammy and Montel. Yeah. And I bet that some of the girls are not going to be super happy with him about that. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know exactly what they're going to pick and choose to show. So it will be interesting to see the fallout of movie night. I will be. I agree. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, yay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Yes. We cannot wait to chat with you guys on Monday.
No, we cannot. We cannot wait to see two downloads in every city come Monday. (laughs) And like I said, I will accept that that means you either shared with a friend or you downloaded the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Either way, (laughs) I won't know. Just make it two. The power is in your hands, listeners. If you want Whitney to come on the podcast. (laughs) Yes, that's actually so true. Yes. If you want us to get dope ass guests. Yes. This needs to be shared far and wide. Thank you so much for joining us and we cannot wait to chat with you on Monday. See you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to chat next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.